That completes it. That if completes you get Swans, com- dude, if Swans comes Swans up, is coming. Caddy Woods. Swans is leaves Caddy. They just confirmed it on my live feed. Damn, <laughs> nice, oh, dude. Man, dude, that's sick. Nutter, thank Swans. God for proper documentation of who's coming. Yeah. Because now we can hold them to it, right? Because they actually said it. Now that they've said it. Yeah, and and now we've all verified it. They have to come. They have to come. They better be driving tomorrow morning. I'll be coming. Hey, we got fire. Be coming around the mountain. All right, so here we go. Welcome to episode four of the BMX in our blood. I'm here with Cody Diglowski. <laughs> I think that's his name. I don't. I don't know. I really, honestly, don't believe your name is Cody Diggle because there's an Insta Diggles. Oh yeah, that's there's true. a Cody Diggs. There's a Cody Diggle. Oh man. There's a Cody. I don't know what. Or what? What's your real last name? Let's set this straight. Um, it's Diggle. Yeah, that's it. Really? My mom's last name is Turtlelot too. Turtlelot. Yeah. So you put Tur- the two together. Turtle-lot. It's Dig a lot. <laughs> Okay. It works. I don't know. All right. Hey. Uh, it, I always thought it was weird too, and right. until I started. No, no. Hey, for the record, no one here said it was weird. Okay. <laughs> no, no, I know. No, no. I thought it was <laughs> when I was younger. For, for the sure. record, we're all saying that shorting it to Diggs is 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 pretty cool. Hell yeah. All right. So your real name is not Digolowski. It's <laughs> yep. It's not the big Digolowski. It's Cody Dig Goal. Diggle. Yeah. All right. That's cool. It. But we go by Cody Diggs because. Cody Diggs. Instagram. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah Insta- I mean the Instagram alias. We really do go by all uh, Instagram handles anyway. I so know it's funny. We got like just straight here. Just straight. Um, just straight. We got. <laughs> <laughs> we got. Uh, we 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 have uh, Seethen over there. Seethen, also known as Dead is the New Fun. We have uh, Juicy Jams. Which hey, Juicy Jams. I've got James. something to confess. I had Juicy the most James. embarrassing moment of my life. Juicy James. I had the most, <laughs> I had the most embarrassing no, moment of my life at I at Posh. I went up to Clint and said, "Hey, is that Juicy Jams?" <laughs> and Clint he looks at me. So Clint Clint looked at at me dead in the eyes and laughed and said, uh, "Do you mean Nutter?" <laughs> All right. So uh, so. <laughs> So uh, that that that, that, <laughs> the one-liners. that that was uh, oh, yes, that's, yes, yes. that that might be the reason that Clint that might be the reason that Clint doesn't talk to me now. I don't know, but we'll we'll find out. I don't know. We'll we'll find out. We're gonna break him down, but we're gonna break him down slowly. So anyway, so 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 Cody, we'll focus on us for a minute. So um. So give me a little bit of background. Just give me when you started, about how well how old you are now, the whole the whole deal. Just a basic, basic brief rundown. No one wants to know like what city you were born in, how much you weighed, and all that stuff when you were yeah, born. Yeah, I don't know how much I weigh. I don't know how much I weigh now. <laughs> um, yeah, 24 now. Um, started pretty much getting into it heavy when Circuit opened. I went to the first shop and bought a full complete bike there's like all custom build was like i'm not buying a complete like i don't want any of this stuff like i just want like this that 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 and yeah i remember spending like every penny i had and my mom definitely pitched in loads to help get that first bike and then like a few weeks after vic brought me to cumby the spot that they had going right in cumberland and i was just like 
mind blown like what like this is it like this is what I want to do every day all day you know just like how many years was that ago maybe like nine years ago now nine years it was pretty much like so you were like 15 maybe yeah like 15 16 yeah I didn't have my license yet yep wow yeah for sure Vic is the man. Vic yeah, and Kara are both awesome. They're the best. Hell yeah. I definitely remember, like, having that brand new bike and, like, leaving circuit Vic in this sketchy little Honda Civic with this bike rack with no locks or anything, just, like, throwing our bikes on and they're just hanging on there. And I'm like, uh, dude, like, I don't know. And he's, like, flying through Pawtucket, like, going to Combi. And I'm like, uh, like, stressing on it. Like, he had no worries. And I just, like... So you bought it and you followed him right to the trails to Um No, no, it wasn't the same day, but it was definitely like a few weeks right after. So that tight though, that yeah, close it was definitely pretty close together. Me and my buddy Grant went out there, and I think my buddy Jake is with us. All just like trying to ride stuff and gooning, just like getting yeah. getting stiff doing the triple pump, right? Nose case and stuff, blowing out landings, the whole nine, just like getting sketchy for sure so, so you went straight to trails no racing none of that stuff no no there was no real racing i mean i definitely dabble around in parks a little bit but definitely found the most entertainment in the woods for sure just because nice. you could build what you wanted to ride you know and i like saw what Vic and henny and all those dudes and bubba out there had built and was just like fuck dude like this right. is just the coolest you know yeah yeah it was so like clicked with that and then yeah. just kept running with it definitely it was always just i mean there was always just like a drive towards nature as i was younger for like whatever it was and then once i like realized i could put bikes and nature together it was like right just the ultimate thing oh yeah sure. it was awesome no doubt it still is so when you did that that um that was back when you were 15 so you started helping with the trails then um probably a, a little bit here and there just like helping fill barrels and whatnot but like not fully sure on it and then i remember like within a few weeks or months whatever it was like coming back to the house and being like i need to start building something you know like i just need to build I need to start, like, I'm going to do it, I'm going to do it, and just struggled for, like, two years trying to build, trying to just get through roots. And that's and right, right where here, we are yeah, now. For sure. And by the way, we are at your house, in your backyard, <laughs> yep. where it all started. Yep, under some crazy tarp canopy. Oh, yeah, absolutely, yep. but that's Beautiful. normal. That's, yeah. That moon is out. That's normal. Yeah, yeah. yeah that, that moon's out strong. Yeah, it so is. You, <laughs> so, you started, so, you started, so you started building here. Yep. And then you just kind of kept working on this while you were riding Cumbies? And... Yeah, yeah. Pretty much was like, in the beginning was like digging a bunch here, scared to death of Cumbie because there was big jumps there and just wasn't wasn't ready for that yet, you know? So I built all sorts of tight shit here that just didn't work proper and was just having fun riding it, like skate park style. And just kind of like, I guess you could say shovel shit against the tide for years, like... <laughs> built dirt bowls and then watched them fill to the top of the water in rainstorms and like all hours and weeks of work dialing just like turned to mud like uh, right. you know just struggling and then right. things haven't changed at all right? no not in the littlest bit we're still struggling 
<laughs> right. Everyone. Things are so much better now, oh, right? Oh, gosh. Yeah. Yeah. Right. There's just like twice as much shit that's flooded out now, if not a hundred <laughs> times as much stuff as then. But yeah, definitely was most of the time was at Cumbie. And then this was just like a side project for years where like we'd mainly ride at Cumbie all the time. And then if there happened to be a session here on a Saturday or something, like we'd catch it. But it was never like the spot that we were all going to. Yeah. And then as years went on, like stuff started getting a little better here because I was stoked on Cumbie and learning from how that place rode. And oh, that's right. We're only losing the tarp. It's no big deal. I lost the main beam. <laughs> no. We're good. Yeah, we're good. We're good. Um, Juicy Jam's going to hold it down. <laughs> yeah, he's holding down the fort. <laughs> Literally. It's Juicy James. Um, Juicy James. Juicy James. <laughs> Not James, Jams. It's Jams. I thought it was Jams, too. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah but, so this was kind of like the part-time deal. Cumby was the full-time deal. Yeah. So did you, since you were working on both at the same time, it sounds like it worked out as all, you know as awful as it is to lose Cumbies. It worked out that you had this place going pretty strong at the time Cumbies was lost. Yeah, that and that sense? was like... That was definitely, like, just such a great thing when we were starting to go through all that of losing Cumby, and it was, like, just knowing that this was here, like, obviously, at that point, it wasn't what it is now, and, like, we hadn't focused so much on it, but, yeah, it was definitely comforting knowing that we already had something started and, like, in the works, and, like, I didn't start it because I saw Cumby going, but right, definitely just, like, had a desire to like learn how to yeah. do it you know like, no, totally everyone wants their yeah, own spot for sure. especially behind your house so yeah and i mean it's awesome as awesome as it is having it at the house it's like there are pros and cons to it where like you know you'll never have like true locals going in and like changing and fully like building their own line and like this and that it's like now it's like there's so much stuff set in here that like the whole crew of us now is like working to get it dialed and like changing what's here like as a group which is awesome that we all like work together like that but it's like that's definitely something i miss about cumby is how like you'd go out there and like somebody had put like weeks of work or whatever into something you hadn't seen and you're like whoa look at this you know and like you come out to something that wasn't there before whereas like here it's like Planned, it's a, it's a you know what's happening. Yeah, it's a pl- it's all planned between like a small group of us. That's like yeah. all working together. Well, the, 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 <laughs> Six foot doing the, the the plus is you don't lose tools. <laughs> ah, I can't tell you tools here. Sure, yeah. Well, you lose them on your own. Yeah, at least, for sure. All right, There's but other but they don't get stolen. Yeah, you know, sure. I've been to, I've dug spots where you come back the next day, you think you buried them under a foot of leaves and no one's ever going to find them and they're gone the whole thing's gone yep the barrels yeah yeah everything definitely the ping pong paddles are stolen (laughs) the net's stolen like right everything right chairs are flipped upside down (laughs) yep how long did it take you to grow that mustache (laughs) um i don't know i guess i've shaved it two or three times now a couple years here Go back in the Damn, that thing's sick. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, go back, go back on the Instagram. You'll see exactly where. That's right. <laughs> where it wasn't, and then it was. 
seething with the good questions. Seething yeah. in his, his uh, alter ego, seething. Ethan. Said, that Ethan sounds, that sounds like Pratt. a comic book villain. <laughs> it does. Seething. It is. You are a comic seething. book villain. It's you, it's you and Eslo Brap. You're the weatherman. With the weather underground. <laughs> That's right. Underground weatherman. Yeah, the weather is, above ground. This is, yeah, this is this is uh, seething Jim Cantori in the background talking. He's uh, <laughs> He's the weather. Cantori. He's Stephen Cantori. He's the he's the guy that uh, does the weather reports at the trails, which are which are just gold. really really good. They're yeah, they are pure gold. So let's let's roll, let's 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 roll into uh, let's get right into FBM because um, known Steve Crandall for a long time. How did you get involved with Steve with FBM in general? Um, I think. In general, it was just a mixture of Vic and all the things that he took me on to, like, meet them and spending so much time with Hennessy, just, like, the whole group of everybody, you know, just, like... Yeah. I mean, I don't know. I feel like New England is, like, FBM strong for sure. At least the trail guys and... Hell yeah. I don't know. All the real core dudes, it seems, are, like... They know, you know, they're in it for the right reason, and so is FBM. So it's like they just meshed, you know, yeah, and kind of where did I ah, met Crandall at? (laughs) Where did you meet him for the first time? I'm trying to remember. I think I think it was at FBM, and I like asked him if I could have a slice of the pizza or something, and he's like, Yeah, if the next bike you buy is an FBM, and I'm like. Fuck, I mean, like, I can make a promise, but, like... I just bought a GT. Yeah, fuck. <laughs> yeah, I just bought this fresh diamond I just brought this grocery like, <laughs> Right. Um, so, anyway, yeah. Yeah, that was... That's 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 a uh, good that funny, good yeah. Steve story. So if yeah. you, if he gives you the piece of pizza, you have to buy an FBM. Yeah, pretty much. So I had to buy an FBM. I'm pretty sure it was the yeah I got the circuit frame <laughs> that's when it came out and it was welded by FBM. It's badass frame. That was your first one or? Um, yeah, that was my first FBM and I was like just amped on it, you know? Like I feel like every other bike I was riding was either like something was like a bit too long and like this and that and then Vic had those dimensions sent in and it was like Oh, I had no idea. He had yeah, Circa had custom, their own frame made? Yep, custom shop Whoa. frames. No way. What did they, what were they called? Um, the anchor frames. Oh, and nice. I actually, that's the one I'm running right now, too. Still? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I rode that one, and then, yeah, Crandall lent me that, his Steadfast, or that, that tag frame, that thing was sweet. Got to ride that in England. Yeah. And, yeah. Rec- and I, I recently? Another one. Um, yeah, last sure. year I rode that one for a bit. Oh, okay. That thing was sweet. But, yeah, I mean... So that's how you got involved. How long ago was that that you got involved with Steve? Um, with like, FBM in general, I should like say. Like two just years ago, kind of. Not not too long ago. Actually, you know what? I think the first time I met him was at Cumby, like way back. Yeah. Yeah, because he came there. He was with Ginch. Ginch was fucking killing it. Hell yeah. Yeah, just screaming hell yeah and getting the stoke <laughs> to the max. Yeah. Yeah, I forget. We might have had like a brief little interaction there, but not much. I definitely remember that asking for the pizza was the first one that like stuck <laughs> in my head. He probably wouldn't remember it, but he might. That's but the fun. past two years has been solid FBM. It's like, you know, we call it a team, but you know, it's it's it's, it's just like it's, a brotherhood. It's yeah. just like you're just 
Right. You know, everybody's homies. Like, it just feels awesome hanging with everybody when you're there. And, like... Right. Right. It's just such a good group of friends. Yeah, totally. It's it's definitely great. And, And then you added a couple more sponsors in between, just supplemental sponsors. I don't want to devalue them in any way, but, you know, you got Profile, you got... Uh, who else do you have? Um, Relic, for sure. Um, <laughs> yeah, Circuit's helped me out a shitload. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's been fucking awesome. Harris Casino. Harris <laughs> Casino. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Mountain Dew Code Red. For sure. Yeah. <laughs> Mountain um, Dew Code Red. I think I think, my, I think my parents are my biggest sponsor. They just like, hell yeah, you know, like they're so positive with everything. Like even I get into situations where like I travel, 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 and like spend all the money that I like bust my ass for, and like then get bills that like I spent money on that trip, and like I'm like fuck, and like stressing about it, and you know like just think like sitting there planning out like how much time I have to go to work to like make money back, and like. My parents are always just like, you know, like, don't worry about it. Like, you'll rebound from it. Like, you know, they're just always just putting so much positive right. energy and positive thoughts in my head that it's like, right. I don't know, without them, I wouldn't be who I am for sure. That's awesome. And yeah, I'll tell you, as an older guy and a parent of, of kids and someone that's been through it all, I can tell you, man, it, it always works out. Everything yeah. always works out. Never, never stop yourself from doing something because it all sorts out. Yeah, it so. really does. You know, it's like, and like they, they kind of just like, I don't know. My whole life has like brought me around traveling, like, bef- like before BMX or anything. Like every year they bring me to the Bahamas or like up north or out west or wherever it was. You know, just to like open my eyes to what else is out there and like. I feel like that in the beginning of my life with like linking up with riding was just like it's they're just they go hand in hand you know because it's like there's people riding all over the world and you can travel all over the world so why not travel to ride with everybody you know your friends on instagram or your friends on facebook or through whatever like links and the best is just going and meeting people in real life and like spending a good time with them and seeing their spot seeing their how things are out their way and yeah it's awesome just the camaraderie and bmx especially trails is like nothing else like i don't think you could ever get a maybe you could if you had loads of money or something but like get a one-on-one game with lebron james you know yeah. just like just shoot some hoops with lebron james i don't think Right. It's kind of, it'd be pretty hard, but like to get a session with like Brian Foster or like someone like that at Posh, like yeah. 100% doable, you know? Go on a jam day. Totally. Any given day he's there and like you could ride with somebody you looked up to your whole life, you know? And just like bust their balls. Yeah. It's like, it's such a more genuine sport than, or activity whatever you want to call it lifestyle right right than any other thing you can get into i feel like yeah way more accessible for sure um, so yeah i mean trails trails in general that's your thing although you know i've, I've seen you kill it on ramps <laughs> you know where, where do ramps fit in or um, skate parks fit into this whole deal i mean because you know we saw 
at the at the at the Powers Jam. Um, actually, that was that was called. Uh, it wasn't called the Powers Jam. Uh, uh, in Richmond, the Ghetto Hire contest. Yeah, uh, yeah Matt Hoffman job. That yeah. was sick. I mean, that was crazy. And, and like <laughs> you, you showed, you showed what we all knew already. But it, you, you showed like a whole other skill aside from trails. That's that's pretty cool. So, where, how long is that kind of fit into your whole riding style? Um, I mean, parks and like cement and quarters and all. It's just like. I feel like I always just like look at it and kind of ride it like trails, you know. Like you see a big quarter, you're like, oh, that's just that's just some that's just a jump like this. Like you just gotta jump here to there, you know. And it just I don't know. I feel like I go to skate parks and like ride with so many people, and they just like have all these tricks and like got all these maneuvers and all these different spots that they've like worked out at like the park, and I just like show up like beat from work you know just exhausted like a little ripped just like i'm just gonna fly around this place and like try and find some lines and i don't know it just kind of it definitely derives from riding the jumps and just like being in the air being comfortable in the air it's just figuring out how to ride the transition really i guess so does it kind of break things up for you so you can ride trails you ride a little park and it kind of yeah, keeps you definitely, definitely. Keeps you into it when you yeah. come back to dirt yeah, although I feel I find myself all the time in the summer like riding trails so much and then going to a skate park and like hitting a quarter pipe and airing like a foot out and being like, what am I doing? Like, how do you do this again? Uh, right, right. Left foot, foot. Uh, Don't which, pull too hard. Yeah, no, just like. Don't do what Hoffman said. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. The quarter's mellow, man. Dude, I yanked and definitely jacked up both my wrists first run. God. That was a fun jam, though. It's, oh. There's nothing like just being so stoked. You're like not even thinking about the pain that you're already in pedaling at something. Like oh, totally. preparing to go ten feet out of something that's ten feet tall. And oh man, they yeah. were they were great pictures. And the ones I posted on my Crime uh, Dad 2000 Instagram for for tonight's interview is they were from this woman Tasha Lindman, who is who is awesome. She's a great photographer. The pictures she had i wasn't at that jam but um it was crazy yeah i mean it was intense the angle she had on that was just we all saw the videos and it was just insane <laughs> you know so it's tough you know to imagine that someone can ride trails as well as you do and you're gonna just have to let me pat you on the back for a little bit <laughs> ride trails as well as you do but then convert it to to vert and really air it out like that and and really just kill it i mean it's you talked about brian foster he's a great example of someone that can do multiple disciplines if you want to break it down i hate even talking formally like that but it is a multiple discipline sport definitely so you know i I, I think it's i think it's cool so so anyway you do like riding park and ramps and and, you know whether it's prefab or concrete but yeah i mean just um, anything on the bike is really just fun you know and i feel like it it's funny because like trails now have like gotten so big and like you know you travel to find spots that are bigger and bigger and bigger to like scare yourself whether it be scare yourself or just like break that next comfort level whatever it is it's all well that's funny because i look for smaller 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 (laughs) 
Yeah, that's, tw- I mean, that's the difference that's between is. 24 and 47. Yeah. Uh, or <laughs> whatever it is, you know, whatever. Jesus, almost twice your age. Um, <laughs> anyway, I, th- I think it's cool. Let's uh, go back for a second on, on uh, you know, people often misunderstand that, that um, you know, BMX is just gonna just gonna pay you like it's just gonna you're just gonna get what you deserve and and so on and so forth. But what I see from you following your Instagram is you're going to a sawmill, you're going to jobs, you're doing all this all this stuff just to keep afloat, just to keep a little money in the in the bank account. So what is it that you do that you'd want people to know that hey i'm just a guy like anyone else i just i just ride you know i just happen to be i get a little bit of flow from a couple sponsors but i'm just riding yeah that's all it really is is like you're just doing it because you enjoy it you know like it's not for it's not like you're not riding to get helped out you know like i've always gone to circuit and like just religiously like bought something there like buy everything from here to like support a business locally and like now I feel like Vic's like always just like trying to just give me stuff and like I feel weird with that you know like I want to pay for it like I don't want to like get given stuff it's like you know I go to work and bust my ass so that I can go out and ride we'll t- we'll and do talk the things about that. I, love I mean how do you how do you bust your ass every day how do you I'm just doing carpentry construction whether like switching up from sawmilling to if I can get in a machine I run a machine I'd you load anything up, really you know you just load up uh sebrings with like a complete uh full load of of whatever ripped um lumber yeah. i saw on the it, instagram live today <laughs> like <laughs> or we got we got to talk a little yeah, bit about that because you're at the <laughs> yeah tell me about so, that sebring that guy, full of lumber oh it's I swear, that guy comes once a week <laughs> to pick up just like slabs and slabs and slabs of wood which is just crazy because he's bringing all this wood to a treehouse in the like dead in the middle of the city of Providence. And he's he's just telling us the whole time it's gonna be the sickest treehouse in Providence, I swear. And we're just thinking like, it's the only treehouse in Providence, man. Where is there even a tree? Like, oh my god, like. But yeah, we. Oh man. Oh man. I, so, so that's just one of your jobs, though, is yeah, at the sawmill, and then you definitely. also do contracting work. For sure. Sub yeah. work or. So I have my own registration and insurance, so I'm covered to do like if up to up to a million dollars worth of damage, I would be covered, which I pay for every year, and it's just you got to have it in the state to work on your own as a solo company. Right. And yeah, I just take side jobs here and there, and make money where I can and right. pretty much travel and spend it all immediately and come back and so you don't for... hang out here all day every day no I definitely don't I wish I could for sure but all right just want to clarify that for anyone yeah, listening that there's you, definitely got to be even at 24 years old you're not hanging out <laughs> yeah, here all definitely. day every day you actually work it may seem like it but it's like I a lot of days I just don't post things from my from work because it's work let's be honest it's not the funnest thing or yeah yeah you know but yeah then just a lot of times it's like i'll post a video after work on my story or something of like seth and i out here which i guess could give you the idea that i'm just out here doing this all day and like that was the one funny thing that happened but right 
No, we're definitely all working our asses off. There's a good balance you gotta find of work and free time, which who knows what the right answer to that is, you know? We only got so many years on this planet, and it's like, if you fill too many of them with work, like, what was the point, you know, because you didn't actually get to live, or like, you fill it all with living, you don't have enough to support yourself, or, I mean, there's a happy balance, and it fluctuates for everyone. Ah, you hit it on the head. That's yeah, what you have to do. Definitely. I mean, we all we all go through that. We're for all sure. trying to find that balance. Yeah, for I sure. definitely have not found it. I definitely <laughs> run myself broke as hell sometimes and just have to hustle my ass off when I get back. But, like, I wouldn't change any of the things that I've done because I've gotten to meet so many awesome people and made so many good friends all over. And so many of them have come here to visit and ride and... Some spend days, some spend weeks. Yeah. And some spend a couple of years, you know? Like, it's yeah. awesome. Hennessy lived here with me for like three years, and that was just the best, you know? We just stacked the living daylights out of every jump out here. And really? Yeah, that was like right after Cumbie all got plowed, and we yeah. were just like, this is our new spot, you know? Like, let's make it stacked, but like thick so that everybody's gonna feel comfortable and not because right. for years this place was definitely like it was getting stacked out and tall but it was pretty sketchy there was knuckles as thick as your leg and yeah if you hung up you were <laughs> you were to the flat i definitely had a bunch of friends get knocked out one year and it kind of made me realize like all right i need to start like building stuff that i can still have loads of fun on but everyone can have fun on you know like because the more people that you ride with is like like perfect example of why fpm is awesome like they just <laughs> constantly have the page fpm is for the people and it's like you know like when you're building a spot and like you have some things that you can already ride and like you have the chance to build stuff for the people for everyone it's like why wouldn't you you know you that opens the possibilities for everyone to come here and everyone to get enjoyment out of what you're doing and what's better than that you know yeah like he what's... steve's uh right on the money with that i mean yeah it is it is for the people it's it's you know we always kind of joke that steve is a professional money loser but uh but, but the, he's a professional fun ex haver exactly you beat me to it he, you cannot money can't buy fun you, you know? can't, yeah, yeah you it can't. might be able to you can have some fun with money but but you read his posts yeah. and you really read them and you're like damn that is so yeah, on the money true and core and like yeah yeah he definitely hits the nail on the, on the head for sure yeah and that's not to knock anyone else it's just he it's uh he's just a man he yeah he, yeah yeah that that's that's definitely true Incredible so, for president yeah, exactly right right everybody get a pin hey you know well you know if if the guy now can do it then Crandall oh, can do it for sure so that, hey that so we're good be... i actually wrote in crandall on my actual like presidential like, <laughs> you did a, you did a write-in yeah. you did a write-in for crandall yeah that is uh, sick. See, then you and your ulterior, your, uh, your, your other personality are, are crazy. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, situate BMX so, for the people. Yeah, that's right. BMX for the people. So, um, uh, real quick topic. Um, I've noticed that you consistently wear a helmet. 
Mm-hmm. Uh, and, you know, recently, I, I don't like to talk about myself much at all on these podcasts, but I'll tell you something real quick. Recently, I, I helped out with the jam in New York City. A lot of guys, it was a street deal. It was a ride out, the whole yep. thing. A lot of guys not wearing helmet. Definitely two head injuries that I saw. Just not cool, you know. Yep. Um, not something the guy that organized it could control. Can't make people wear helmets, but he didn't wear one either. So he's setting the he's setting the example. Yeah. So, what I'm getting at is, um, I did a couple posts from that event, and someone actually called me out on it. And I'm I'm pretty sensitive to what people say in in a constructive way. And someone said something basically to the effect of, you know, look at these guys you just posted. They're all you know, no one's wearing helmets, and they're doing. You know, truck drivers or we'll call them 360 bars down yeah. these down big stairs, and and they're just you know eating it, yeah. and no one's wearing a helmet. And in these, it, how do I explain this to my kid? So I had the answer to that, and he made a perfectly good point. And I always wear a helmet, you know, yeah. um, regardless of my age, I, I always wear a helmet. So you're never gonna not regret wearing a helmet. Nah, exactly. So. Long story long. Or, right, no, I said that one. You're never going to regret wearing a helmet, you know? No, exactly. So so yeah. where did that come from with you? And uh, just basically how do you feel about it? Just a quick... Hitting my head. Did you? Just hitting my head several times without a helmet on and feeling the effect and feeling how much it slows you down for how long. I recently, beginning of the summer, broke my ribs. Just, it was such a stupid situation we were rolling in the new big line that we built and like a full airing out of the nine foot lift that we had like a quarter pipe you know it was like i remember wow this thing's sick like we could just air out of it you know Mm -hmm. didn't have a helmet on just didn't like this was recently too and like i just like looked at it as like you know like we're not actually riding like i just no worries just roll around with it and yeah just, that was just before the Kramer jam that yeah, I threw because definitely. I remember at the Scotty Kramer yeah, I was jam in the hammock you, the whole time. Yeah, you were against the fence on a hammock. Yeah. Although you still help work <laughs> on the jumps. You still help work on the jumps. I can't sit next to jumps. And no, you like and fifty foe who you're about to have a jam for to raise yeah, money. Man. You know, you and 54, whether he's, he's in a walker or you like coming out of a hammock are still gonna work on the takeoffs and landings at a jam. Yeah. So, uh, so anyway, that's, um, that, that's good to know. Uh, I, I think it's important and, you know, try to get my own son to wear a helmet skating. Can't do it. You know, it's not cool. The whole thing. Anyway, man, like the ability to fucking still be able to, you know, take laps when you're in your forties versus, you know, just. Yeah. Or taken out and by I mean, something stupid. Like there's like to be out completely. There's times like that if I didn't have a helmet in BMX, like I might not even be here, you know? Like my first time at Caddy I broke my helmet clean in half. Yeah. Really? Just like got so squirrely, like got stuck in a pump, like like seat bonked off a landing and was just like into the drainage ditch and like hit the back of my head on a sidewall and cracked my helmet you know like if you didn't have that helmet it would have been your head yeah exactly and yeah you know I, you can't replace that you know no. like no i remember i remember one time at Cumbie, or maybe it was here like years ago 
just like most of the time always riding with a helmet but like one session just like couldn't find it for a minute and was just like ah the hell with it and was riding and one of my friends was like hey like you know I really like the brain that's in your head like can you put a helmet on and it was just like it really made me like stop my tracks and I was like you know like it's not even just for me like if if I hit my head you know like so many people would suffer from it just like yeah seeing that what happened you know and like totally I mean it's just like you're a guy that people love to watch I mean you're you're yeah family and like just like close I'm even just talking about like close people like that it affects too and like you know it's just like I said you'll never regret wearing it like nah you hit on the head and I'm a little biased, you know, after meeting Scotty Kramer and then doing that jam for him. You know, I've always worn a helmet, but, you know, he's been such a helmet promoter that I, I really start to, to notice when people aren't wearing helmets more so. And every now and then I'll do the same thing. I'll, I'll ride an easy little section of trails and I'll post it on Instagram. And, and my buddy, you know, one of my buddies will, will say, hey, where's the helmet? Mm. And, and, you know, that's so awesome. That's so awesome for him, yeah, for him to say that and for people to recognize that. But anyway, I'll get off that topic. I just wanted to see what you thought about it because I noticed that, that you're always doing yeah, it. Yeah, so. I'm definitely a firm believer in it. And I've had buddies call me out on Instagram too. Like, we'll just go to the skate park and ride for a bit. And, like, I take some laps without the helmet. And, like, somebody snags a photo of it. And I'm like, oh, it's a rad photo. And, like, put it on the Internet. And then, like, immediately a buddy calls me out about the helmet. And I'm like... Yeah, you know what? It's just like not worth it. You know, yeah, you got like a comfy hat and you're stoked on the hat, but it's like if you're on your bike, like just no doubt. There's no reason not to wear it. Like, no, totally. Like stuff goes wrong on the stupidest stuff. It's mainly the stupid things that it goes wrong on. I'll tell you right here. I came to your gym, and I know you're gonna start laughing, but I came here and I was following Wild Bill from oh, Long Island, fuck. and and it got you wild. Know, all I did was I just was following him and I wasn't paying attention. Kind of went a little wild in this outside loop. Front wheel went into a hole I didn't see. Oh man, that hole's gnarly. <laughs> my, my face went to the ground so fast that I went all chest. All chest. So I took pictures the rest of the night. Um, but I had a helmet on, I had a full yeah. face. Thank God I had a full face on. Yeah, because you know, because I, I swear to God, my jaw would have been would have been broken. There's no question. But I'm talking rolling your easiest section. I was just following Will, uh, Wild Bill, smiling, laughing, having a great time because I, I love Bill. Bill's a great yeah, guy. Yeah, he's the man too. And and you know, another guy in his 40s. You know, we always you know ride. You know, we just appreciate each other. But I'm telling you, if I didn't have that helmet on, that would have been yeah. some serious facial. Plus, I was still, still to this day, I do a lot of push-ups and running and stuff, and I can still, I mean, yeah, how long ago was that jam? I can uh, still feel it in my ago, chest. Yeah. yeah. You know, because I hit hard, so imagine if that was my face without, yeah. a, without a helmet. So, so anyway, done beating that drum. Yeah, helmets rule, guys. Um, yeah, 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 exactly. We'll, Wear them. We'll, they make you look cooler. Yeah, no, I mean, I think I think that's, you know, we look at the hands. Exactly. Yeah. Totally. Full face all the way. Yeah. Um, so it's, you know, I wasn't, I had no motive in talking about that. I just think it's interesting and, and, uh, and it's important. So it's definitely important. So um, let's talk Nora Cup. 
baby, because <laughs> oh, Nora man. Cup, you know, all right, let's run through it. So the nominees were my buddy Jay Lonergan, the Clint man. Reynolds, the man. you, Maddie, uh, you say Quizap? Is that you say? Aquazap? I'm sorry. Aquazap? No, no, you're probably right, because there's a big capital A right in front of the queue. Aquazap? And uh, Maddie Cordova. Yep. So it was you five, and we had a little we had a little uh, talk about how that went down. But um, just uh, give me your your just your rough story about that whole Nora Cup experience from nomination right through to winning. Um, yeah, that was all pretty wild. So I think yeah, Kenny Diggett messaged me and was like, "Hey, Ride is going to do a trail rider." category for North Cup this year and like they're gonna have loads of I guess recognized trail riders vote on it and they want you to have a vote and I was like whoa like holy shit that's so sick like that's such an honor to vote on that like you gotta like that's sick like just I remember being stoked like telling some friends like yo I got the vote on this shit like I'm stoked like you were just happy to be on the ballot yeah and (laughs) You know, more ironically, I voted for 50 Foe, who were having a jam for it in a day or two days. Yeah. Yeah, just because of how... You, ro- you wrote him in? Yeah, you know, it, just yeah. because of his dedication and, like... The whole package. Yeah, the whole package, exactly. And, yeah, so I was just, like, completely amped on that. And then, like, the week went on or something, and then... I remember just, like, starting to see, like, friends, like, posting, like, like, hey, you might find yourself, like, voting for this, like, vote for this, dude, and I'm like, what the hell, like, my friends are all ridiculous, like, there's no, you know, you guys are, like, whipping a dead horse, like, I'm going against Clint, J-Bone, Matt Cordova, and Maddie, like, all just apes who have been, like, in it for, like, so much longer than I have, you know, and, like, just killing it, and... Yeah, I don't know. I just remember definitely seeing loads of friends posting stuff on it and, like, feeling real appreciative of that. Like, man, like, people are stoked that, like, you know, I put so much effort into trails, you know, and just traveling and going to other people's spots and treating them like it's my own, you know? Because, essentially, for the day, you're there. It is the spot that you're riding. Like, why wouldn't you treat it like your own? And... Yeah, so, I don't know, and then I remember sitting out here with a bunch of people one day, we were riding, and I got a call from somebody at Ride, and they were just like, hey man, what's up, or no, I got a call, and my buddy Kevin was like, hey Cody, there's a number calling you from California, and I'm like, oh, answer and say Domino's, and he had, uh, somebody else was like, don't do that, and then was like, he answers, Domino's, oh, <laughs> chill with the spray paint, <laughs> Um, yeah and they're like um is Cody there and they like saw right through it they were like this isn't I know I didn't call Domino's like I got this number from someone and oh man it was just so funny he's like hey that's not like that was like the worst time to do that um it just calling to like fill you in and like what's going on like you got into the top five and I was like what like no fucking way dude like are you kidding me and like immediately Vic was sitting right next to me he's like you're in the top five and like didn't hear it but like knew it and was like I was like what the hell dude and they were like talking about 
like, yeah, like, is there any way you can get to England for this thing? And I was like, dude, I am broke. Like, I'm just coming home from, like, a trip. Like, I'm riding today. I should have gone to work to make money to, like, catch up. But, like, I was like, I could maybe, like, scrap it together and go there. But I'm going to be, like, broke. I'm going to be broke in England, like, trying to work it out. But, right, yes, super thankful ride paid for, like, three quarters of the flight and they were just like yeah like if we can help you out and they like didn't tell me that i had won they were just like yeah we just want the top five dudes to go there and like i'll be there for it because it's like the first time and i was like rad so, just like so this is it. ryan and yeah and yeah the guys that ride yeah okay and i was like sick like i just like thought of it as like hell yeah i get to go to england again because I went last year for a month and I just got to see all the homies again, you know, and I was like, this is going to be sick. And I'll like get to watch. I thought for sure Clint or Maddie had it. And it was just like, hell yeah, I'll just like get to watch that. And yeah, I remember going to that place that they had because they had the source, the source jam that yeah. night and then the Norikov stuff. And it was like, the craziest storm on the beach at that source gym and we had to walk like two miles to get to the other place and we like walked in there super soaking wet just like standing in front of heat lamps trying to dry out like fuck, just like completely steaming and yeah then we like walk through the like chambers or whatever and like open up to this huge like church steeple place and they're just like full blast slayer raining blood just like so sick like oh my god like this is nuts all those mezzanines and oh all that yeah stuff. just yeah. it was crazy it was definitely like a a chills moment like damn dude like we're in a church and they're playing slayer like it's just like so <laughs> sick like one like hopefully this will happen again in life because that is sick um yeah and then well, you told Cam me a story about where you ended up sitting. You were like, yeah, oh, I'm Cam just here for the show. Yeah, Cam and I, my buddy Cam McCready, who, hell yeah, Cam, helped me out so much in England, just kind of like picked me up from the airport and yeah. just brought me all over it and checked out a bunch of spots yeah, while they were yeah. there. But, yeah, we just, we went in and we're like, all right, like, there's a party on this bottom floor. Like, this is all the dudes that's, like, involved with this. Like, let's just go up back and, like, yeah. sit way way up in the back and like we sat down and it was like right now like sat down in these chair chair things that were so uncomfortable and i like looked to my left and it's like reuben joe rich and like garrett no burns and i'm like what the fuck like no we couldn't way. have picked a better row to sit in really? and yeah that was awesome first time i got to meet reuben and yeah we we're just sitting up there like watching all the things go down and then they were just like it was a trail rider one, and we were just, like, watching the videos, like, hell yeah, and then they announced my name, and I was like, what? <laughs> like, no <laughs> fucking way, dude. Like, god damn, and, like, I, I think they said my name, like, three or four times before I was able to, like, actually make it down there, because we were just so far from the back, just right, like, right, right. we're here for the show. Right, right. They thought you were still in Massachusetts. Yeah, probably. They were like, <laughs> fuck, we paid for this kid to come here. Like, he's not even here. He's probably stoned in the park. No lot. show. <laughs> yeah. Damn. <laughs> oh. Yeah. But, yeah, that was, that was nuts. And then Ruben got the Legend Award, 
and was just like sitting right next to me, man. Oh. And that was like, I don't know, that was oh nice crazy, just like yeah. We're both sitting there like, what the fuck? Yeah, I didn't even know that part about Ruben being right next to you, and he yeah, probably didn't know wild. he was getting it either, right? Yeah. I mean, he was no, I don't think so. In it the was... dark about it. Yeah, we were both so like is... a mile up and back, just like right watching the show, right? Which that whole thing that they put together for that night was just so kick-ass like so many good friends there like so many awesome riders just like yeah and watching that source i think that's what it was called right the source jam i think so i mean or it was something about source. hastings but yeah. there's a lot oh yeah ballot hastings battle that's hastings was. yeah was that the source park yeah 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 that was insane watching all those top riders just like Oh, they were just killing it. Just feeding off each other's it. energy and like Chris Doyle, and, yeah, all those and like Daryl Naw there shit. to get them even more amped. Oh, it's like love you get Darryl. that much fire going in one room and then put Daryl oh Naw in the mix. It's God. like that shit's gonna explode. Yeah, and oh. it did. Dudes just were killing it there. Yeah. It was so awesome. Yeah, yeah, that whole England. So how three day England trip was so, awesome. So how has that changed things for you? Obviously, you were already super motivated before that. So, I mean, it's hard to imagine being more motivated, but after that, what, what happened in, in your head? Let's just go uh, in your head. Like, after you left that, you... After I left that, in my head, I was just the same. Just, like, sick. Now I got a trophy, like... I mean, there might be some people bummed about it, some it's, people psyched about it. We, uh, it's not just a trophy, though. Yeah, I know. We turned know. it into a gravity bong as well. <laughs> I don't know who's happy, who's mad about that, but people were drinking beer out of it, so... Right, right. It was our version. It's um, celebrating it, and it's... Yeah, it's, but it yeah. was just, like... I guess the only thing it really made me realize is, like, wow, people actually, like, notice how much effort you put into things, you know, and like, it just, with nothing expected in return. Yeah, you know, just you like, never wanted anything no, in return. Like, honestly, like, I joke about it, and like, man, I wish I never won that thing, because it's just like, everybody's like, oh, what's up, and it's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. dude, it's fucking, like, it's no different, man, it's just like, I guess I just got a lot of people stoked last year, you know? You know, I think in like, New England, it's, it's, it's easier for me to say you know we knew who you were you know even even me being back into it for just a couple of years um but i can imagine outside of new england you're you're probably right it was probably a little different like you know someone either west coast or overseas they may be a little more like who's Who's Cody Diklowski? Yeah, yeah. Who who's Cody Diklowski? Who's Cody Yeah. Who's the big Cody Diklowski? What's up with Cody Diggs? <laughs> yeah, Crandall's favorite so, so, famous quote. So, so, uh, so yeah, I can understand that. It does create some pressure, I would, I would imagine, some expectations. But, you know, as you get older, I think you, you start to realize what expectations really really mean and where where their place is in life and you know expectations yeah. are are sometimes a killer if you just um they really you, are you know you like, let them go too far yeah like the times that you like build yourself up with these big expectations like it just almost always seems to let you down but like the times like especially like you go on a trip 
and like you try and plan all this stuff out and like half of it fails and you're like ah like stressing on that half that fails but like if you go on a trip with no expectations and just like accept everything for what it is you have the just the best time you know like you're just not worried or stressing like Mm -hmm. stress is a killer man like just yeah just being happy what you're doing with what you're doing and just enjoying your time on this earth that we get so little of is like just what it's all about you are so (laughs) fortunate that you get this at 24 years old because it's uh you know a lot of people never get it yeah you know they just go to work every single day to like put all these things on their plate and then it's like you just got to keep working to keep all these things fresh on your plate you know right like i totally understand i mean again this is totally not about me but you're talking about things I can identify with because, you know, the reason I do things is because life isn't all about me. You know, it's about me giving back for all the great times I had in my life. And, definitely. And, you know, it's it, the expectations definitely have to be, have to be, you know, dropped a bit and just enjoy it. Enjoy every moment that you have. And have fun with people, throw jams, have a good time. You know, that's been my only goal. I can't ride like I used to, you know. But that's not important because the most important thing to me is, like, like, you know what? I'm watching the next generation influence the next generation, you know. And that, to me, is more important than anything. So, you know, that's that's where I come from on it. And, And you get it so early on in life because you really are and I, I don't mean this in a sense that probably drives you crazy because I know it did it when I was your age, but um, you get it at such a young age, you know, and that's so important, you know. I'm, I'm so happy to hear that you really, you know, you have a grasp on it, you know, of, of really what's important in life. But anyway, you know, I'm done digressing on that one, but, but I'm, I'm just really psyched to hear you say that, and that's... Uh, that's going to carry you far into life happy whether you're penniless or not yeah you know? yeah you know like if you like you can have no like zero dollars to your name but like if you could get someone to smile in a day where they're just having like the worst day it could change their life you know mm-hmm. like just because it could change the like progression of decisions they make that day just because they smiled at this one point you know and like it's just like the core of that is happiness and like if you can't find happiness in life you can't I don't know I don't know what you're doing well you're doing a good job at it I mean you you had a jam here that was awesome you've shown up at a a few events I've been at and I've been you know super impressed with just what you've done you know the way you've the way you've just handled yourself and and you know just really attracted positive energy you know it's that's that's super important and it's one of the reasons i wanted to talk to you so much and you're putting a smile on my face (laughs) you know i was happy to hike it out here from new york to back to my house in connecticut and then here as fast as i could tonight because (laughs) i'm like i could hang out with cody you know like cody i just had a vibe that you're you know you're just a positive guy so um credit to you for that just keep that keep that up for sure um 
believe it or not, we've already been going for almost an hour. So Whoa. let's let's <laughs> let's go to. That's how easy it is yeah. to talk, man. Um, yeah, so is. so let's get to the uh, Cody Diglowski question. The big Cody Diglowski questions um, that we uh, that <laughs> I got <laughs> through <laughs> the big the big Diglowski um, that we got through Instagram because I threw out a quick a quick Instagram. I threw out a quick Instagram uh, uh, post this afternoon saying that I was coming to inter- interview you, and I, I threw it on the Gromdad 2000 Instagram and the DDR BMX Instagram, and a couple questions that I came up with. We're gonna do this rapid fire because, uh, to be I'm honest, see so we don't get smoked. No, no, I'm good. Sure? I'm good. Stay right there. Right. Um, the the uh, we're gonna do this rapid fire because I can't imagine spending a lot of time on any of these questions. <laughs> That's so uh, awesome all of our so are. so let's they want to know the good let's shit. Uh, hey let, let's 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 be honest here we gave it about six or seven hours of questions um, so and if you want to check my my comments on Grime Dead two thousand go for it <laughs> yeah, see if there's any there's extras any that stuff. you notice see I'm, then I'm gonna add questions see then along the way well, you, just to fuck you, this whole thing up see then you can add whatever you want which I'm gonna say one more time see then is is Seth and Ethan combined because they're twins they live in different Brothers they're just brothers, brothers from another mother. They they live in different states. Oh, but but what? legit Ethan owes me two tubes. I, I just oh want, man, I just you know what? I'm gonna. You know what? I'm gonna cut. Here is that is that is that real Ethan owes me two tubes. I'm, if I'm you're gonna, coming this weekend, Ethan, you owe me two tubes. I'm gonna cover. You know, I'm gonna cover that tube. But the problem is, they're gonna be 24 inch tubes. <laughs> Okay, yeah, so, so it's a premise. 20, oh, it's I'm a sorry. Premise. No, I'm sorry. It's 20, a buy a bike. 26 inch tubes. They're gonna it's be 26. Sorry, you could stretch the 24s that I've got. It's all right. I'll, all right. I'll just, I'll just double right. wrap right. over on my own wheels. So, so the first one's from my buddy Nick Cappy. Nick Caparicio. He came and rode here once. Yeah, recently. yeah. That dude's he, awesome. He's a super rad dude. He's yeah, he, he came back into it same time as me. Um, he wants to know how much you can bench. <laughs> um. Damn, I could not tell you, man. I haven't been to the gym <laughs> once in my life. All right, no, I have been to the gym a couple of times when I was playing football in high school, but I think I might have maxed out at like 190 then or something right, in so high school. So, so, so let's. I could right, so probably bench Seth. Since that, <laughs> since that answer didn't go too well, how long can you sit on a bench? Um... Not very long, Not at, all. long at all. Not all right. There like, you go. Like this, this might be the longest I've ever sat right. on the bench. All right, excellent. There you go. So you're you're pretty strong on the uh, short bench sitting. Yeah, man. I can't. All right, so, all right. So Kyle Erickson, another really really good guy. Yeah, Kyle is uh, awesome. What is your uh, spirit animal? First of all. Oh this man, a spirit animal. This is rapid fire. Oh, Remember that. Gosh. Just throw it rapid out there. Fire. Um, oh man. Cobra. Cobra. I don't. Um, I don't oh gosh. I Armadillo. Don't Dang. You know um, what do you got? Maybe Godzilla. Godzilla. <laughs> nice. Nice. There's you know some of those costumes are on sale right now. Yeah, my little cousin was just Godzilla. <laughs> I was Godzilla when I was a kid. That's. All right. So. I guess I'm still a kid. All right, and and then also from Kyle, how do you get so much roast? Um, a lot of coffee. <laughs> yeah, the dark roast coffee, baby. <laughs> you just have to go high test, and you're um, good for for big roast. Yeah, yeah, just good coffee. All right, that's all it is. <laughs> good, good enough. Zach Hatfield, he's a he's a really cool dude. He uh, rebuilt Willamantic, and you were in England at the time we had the follow up Scotty Kramer Jam, which was the 
ride with Scotty Jim. Yeah, that. Um, we've got some awesome. cool trails there that that Zach had so much to do with um, that are connected to the park. Yes, and props for fixing fixing those up. Oh yeah, yeah. That we made a double awesome. double that was that was tons of fun. It was just good. But it anyway, looks like a blast now. Yeah, he's he's a super good dude. Um, he says, "What motivates you to dig?" Got to keep this short. Um, just seeing all the stuff that other people build and like, you know, like getting motivation from riding other stuff and being like, "Whoa, that was sick!" But like, I, you know, I would have done this a little bit different and like mixing other things in with it and so making your way riding, around seeing yeah, other stuff riding what you want to building what you want to ride you know nice like uh would you ever this is pretty interesting actually would you ever uh do clinics on trails for younger kids clinics um, oh we got a happy guy over here in the corner a clinic uh, a clinic on trails i could rephrase this too if you want but would you would you <laughs> ever would you ever blend. teach younger kids you know dirty sure. maestro yeah jim cunningham yeah definitely you know he's trying to teach kids how to understand that it's not actual concrete you <laughs> yeah, know? Yeah, yeah so would you ever teach kids that it's not actual concrete yeah of course i love trying to help people learn different techniques and like i'm still learning techniques from friends everywhere i go you know there's like it's such a simple premise like moisture and pressure of beating dirt together moist. but there's like yeah you can just <laughs> keep it moist <laughs> just, just juicy 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 jams <laughs> over there piping up hey, <laughs> <laughs> all right um that, that, that's cool he'll be happy to hear that he's got that young was, kids and i'm sure that's the reason he's asking um dom rides bikes uh it wants to know what what's up with dry guys <laughs> what's up with dry guys <laughs> Um, that's just really a joking term for somebody. Dude, I brought my 25 bucks. Yeah. No, no, brought... that's just a joke in all reality. Dry guys are parasites. In fact, I brought, I brought, I brought quadruple like... that because I'm so nervous about the dry guy thing. They don't like it to be moist. Yeah. That's really just a joke. That's just, I don't know. It's kind of not a joke. It's just someone who's always there to ride, but never there to help dig or get stuff running or... You know the guy that's always oh, are, are there jumps running yet? Like the like, guy that's who's just gonna be like, paying twenty five bucks to come yeah. here on Sunday. It's just a <laughs> another like camaraderie ball busting thing. Just yeah. to yeah, you know, uh, it's, yeah, you just know to what? get at people. <laughs> it, you know what? It's it's cool. I don't think there's yeah. I don't think there's anything I bad mean, about it. But um, moist. all right. So <laughs> from the moist from the from the Hall of Fam family. The Hallahans. Shane Hallahan wants to know, since uh, since sounds like you, you do a little bit of fishing, what's your best fishing tip? Um, I think like a fish. Oh, no, I'm sorry. Fishing trip. Fishing trip? Yeah. Oh, man. Best fishing trip. All right. Best fishing trip was to Maine with my cousin Tyler and my Uncle Tim. Yo, is that Tooch? Yep. My cousin Tyler, who <laughs> I... No, I actually call him Tooch just as like a joke because he raps like... <laughs> Tries to rap like Little Wayne sometimes, and it's just hilarious. But, yeah, best fishing trip was to Maine with them, rented a boat, just fished this whole lake for, I think, like, four or five days, and just, like, every single day, just, like, endless bass, and then, like, going out to different spots and, like, catching trout, bringing them back to eat, and, like, it was just awesome. We were eating off of what we caught each day, and it was, like, 
I was pretty young at that point. I was probably like 12 or 13, and it just like was what really just got me so stoked on fishing. Just like nice how my uncle Tim, who's just like master fisherman, was just like dialing us right in. Like, nope, like cast, like cast like this, you know, like right here, like like you're if you were a fish, like where would you be, you know, like you'd right. be hiding in this, like you'd be tucked in that. Right. So just in case I, I uh, misinterpreted this one, what's your best fishing tip? Tip? Think like a fish. Where would you be if you were a fish? You know? Like, if there's moving water, you're not going to be sitting in that moving water because you're going to be working the whole time to try and sit still and just chill. You're going to be right next to that moving water waiting waiting for, waiting for other fish that are working their way through that are tired and to come in and nail them. So nice. casting the current... Let it float by the calm. Perfect. <laughs> All right, now we're getting to the really quick questions. Cam McCready, when's the last time you washed your hands? Um, when I cut my thumb off like two years ago, they had to wash my hand, and the nurse couldn't believe how embedded my hands were <laughs> with dirt and <laughs> filth. Just like I remember her scrubbing, like what the fuck. <laughs> but yeah, some, that's some some uh, awesome. dirt filled calluses. Yeah, definitely. There's some. Your skin's so thick. <laughs> Your skin's so thick. So thick. <laughs> yeah, I definitely got this the sandpaper hands. Um, oh my god, your nice. All right, in from digs for the exfoliation. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> exfoliate your skin. All right, and uh, we get the the last quick question is from Seethen. Seth and Ethan combined is. Uh, Who's Tony? <laughs> oh, fuck. oh man, that was was that in PA? Yeah, it was. We were in Bethlehem and we just had some diner and there was a a band playing like right at the end of our table, and my buddy Jake told them that it was my birthday, just joking, so that they'd sing me Happy Birthday, and the guy couldn't hear shit because it was so loud in there, and he was just like, "What's your buddy's name?" And he's like, "Cody," and he's like, "Tony?" Like, "No, Cody." And he's like, "All right, Tony," and I came back in from smoking a cigarette outside, and here's this guy singing Tony Happy Birthday, and I'm like, who the fuck is this guy talking about, man? And then he really just started laying into me, like, just making stuff up, like, oh, this guy's a virgin, like, it's his birthday, he's at a table full of dudes, it's not looking good, like, just ragging on me. It was semi-uncomfortable to finish dinner and wait for the bill. <laughs> with everyone in the bar just like oh, looking man. at me like what's up with this dude <laughs> well that was every, a good night. every good friend has done that to their friend at one point or another so congratulations to Seethen yeah. which is who is also known as dead is the new fun on Instagram <laughs> so uh because we all know each other by our Instagrams so um James. Thank, thank you, thank you for all the fake followers. Joe. Exactly, right, right, right. You're gonna get a lot of them now. All the, all the followers, right. all, the, all the Instagram like boost followers. Yeah, the boost. Oh, here the, comes the, the boost the, of followers. The, the Russians that are gonna steal my yeah. identity. Thank you. Oh, exactly. No. You're gonna get a good little bump in, in financial loss for sure. So, can we get a weather report on this? Please steal my identity. <laughs> Oh, my buddy so, Kevin's got a hat that says that. Please steal my identity. <laughs> so, so now, uh, you know, we started the interview as you being Cody Diglowski. You're now Tony Digs- Diglowski. <laughs> Tony Digs- Digl- Digs- Diglowski. Tony Diglowski. 
is, <laughs> yeah, is actually the winner of the Nora Cup Trails Rider of the Year. Oh, fuck. Um, <laughs> so uh, did they did, did they write on that on that award? Does um, it actually say Cody? Yeah, Cody there's, a, there's a plaque in front on the front. Yeah. Man, we got to redo that. Um, <laughs> it's got to say Tony Diglowski. <laughs> Tony Diglowski. All right. They didn't well, know my true name. <laughs> you know what? Everyone knew it was a stage name to begin with. So, you know, no one believed for a second it was Cody Diggs because yeah. it's too good to be true that that you actually have the last name of someone that actually digs. Um, even though we know you're not a dry guy from, from, from what we, from what we learned the today. The driest of yeah. The driest. <laughs> so anyway, uh, so thank you for doing this. This is, uh, just to remind everyone, this is episode four of the BMX in, in your blood, in our blood, sorry. And we are at the Cody Diggs trails in Tony. North Situate. Is that right? Yeah. North Situate. Tony Diggs. Rhode Island. And <laughs> Tony Diggs. And uh, I appreciate the, the interview and the time. And, and, yeah, uh, stoked to be a part of it. Absolutely. It, it was awesome. I'm Good. glad to have all the homies out here, too. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And we'll keep this rolling, and we'll keep getting people involved. And uh, Definitely. you never know. The old, uh, the, old, the old Mayor Nutter might be next. Oh, baby. Oh, baby. <laughs> He's here. Oh, baby. Yeah, we could just roll it right through. <laughs> roll right through. That's right, man. I got enough room on this phone. I don't take any pictures. All right, Nutter, you're in the hot seat. I don't. I don't take. I don't take any pictures or video of this phone ever. <laughs> All right. All right. Well, thank you, buddy. And, and, and real, real, real quick, I, I do want to have you plug one more time. Uh, sponsors, friends, whoever you want to, because that's super important, and including your family. Yeah, definitely. You know, let's, family. Let's do that. Do the run through for me. Parents, family, all the homies out here digging. You know, definitely Circuit helped me out a shitload. FBM, Relic, Profile, the Paradolia homies taking us on trips in the beginning of the year. That was sick. Just everybody that's been killing it this year, you know? Like, yeah, yeah, American Spirits for keeping me going, keeping me breathing. Welch's Fruit Snacks. Snacks, definitely eat a lot of those things. Um, yeah, just everybody that's everybody that's got good energy coming in and out is just the, the best, you know? Yeah. They're the reason that we're all doing this. Like, if they weren't good friends and good energy, I probably wouldn't be in it, you know? No doubt. And it's full of it, so... I'm in it to win it, baby. Nice. <laughs> Not to win it, but in it to stay. <laughs> yep. Well, no, you did kind of win it, no, all right? Really, you yeah. did kind of win it. Whether yes. you were in it to win it or not, you still did. Uh, you fuck. can sit as far back in the mezzanine as you want. Oh, yeah. I'm, oh. But you're still going to be brought up for the win. <laughs> fuck. All right. Well, hey, awesome. I appreciate it. <laughs> Thank you. All right. So much. Thanks. Awesome. Thanks a lot, Steve. <laughs>